Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. Terry Slavin's with you along with Angela Robinson. Good morning, Angela. Good Monday morning. We have a, a light topic this morning. I guess it kind of fits a trick or treat, right, with uh, October. But we're going to be talking about the next big investment scam. The next big investment scam. Scam, yes. So trick, right? Not treat. And the way I want to propose this to you is if you listen to Saturday morning radio particularly, there's a lot of shows on Saturday morning that talk about investments, ours included, right? And let's just suppose that you start listening to this show and they talk about the historical returns that they've had for the last 15 years. And every year for the last 15 years, their investors have averaged 11% a year, year after year. Sounds really good, right? Yes. And if you start thinking about your mind, you've probably heard commercials or things that have to that nature or never experience the downside, always get the upsides with the market. That might be another one that you get. You hear all of these. Well, I want to take you back to that uh, particular 11% per year for 15 years. And I want to remind you of a name, and his name is Bernard Madoff. (laughs) (laughs) So this was his historical performance. He had grannies, moms, dads, retirees' money with him, right? And it never went down. Never went down. In 15 years, he was successful doing it. His investors were successful for 15 years. Right. That's a scary thing if you really think about it because it's a long time to put your trust in someone to only find out that it was a Ponzi scheme at the end of the day, right? And so how do you know? How do you know, uh, you know what, what is real, what isn't real? And um, you know, we live in uncertain times as it is, right? We have a heated political environment. We have, <laughs> you, <laughs> you think? Get, yeah, you think, right? I, I know, I actually had someone tell me the other night about um, good Christmases and Thanksgivings, and they said, and the sad thing is, is politics are getting involved with it, in it too. That's sad. So I pray for all of our listeners, your families. I hope you have the most blessed Christmas and Thanksgiving season and that politics don't ruin and that. Check politics at the door exactly because in reality that's not what life's about you know this too shall pass we we will someday there will be another realm of something for us to be cussing and discussing so don't let that eat up your family it's not worth it right so that's side note so back to the next big investment scam though could you fall victim to it is the question absolutely yeah you know the stock market is hot right now to say the least, right? I, gosh, what were the numbers I saw last week on a report? Like up 16% is the all-world country index for mm. the year. That's a lot, Significant, right? Yes. Um, you know, obviously a 12-month return. We had that dip last year, so it doesn't really feel like that, but it is. It's been good. And we recently had a client, this is no joke, she uh, said, I want to be making double-digit returns in my portfolio. Now, 
I'm going to give some disclosure here. This is a lady that we almost didn't take. The only reason that we took her was because she was a widow. And we said, we're going to help her, help her through this and try to coach her. And you remember the saying we always say that you can only help people that want to be helped. Sure. Well, she's not been very coachable. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, you know, but she's, she's adamant. I want double digit returns on my investments. Well, this is the same lady that when we were starting to court our experience with her, had pulled all her money out in 2008 during the downturn. Right. So... Think about the risk tolerance there. She couldn't handle it in a way. She pulled all her money out, but she wants to be making double digit, double digit returns. She needs to go see Bernard Madoff, right? So <laughs> it's, it's not possible. It's not possible. And, you know, you've heard Aaron say it, our Aaron Kennedy, our CFA on the show before, that you deserve the return you get. And this certainly applies here, as it does to a multitude of other investors out there. You are not going to get a return more deserving than the risk that you take for it. It's just not going to happen over the long run. Now, in one year, you might luck out. Yeah, uh, we had some short-term money. Had its best year ever. It made like 6.5%. That was amazing, right? But that's that's short-lived. That's not going to happen on basically zero-risk money. You just don't see that year after year. Right. So you know, but you 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 know, this is where we get when the market gets this way. We start getting this what we call greed and conviction. And I encourage you uh, this week, go to our website, kennedy-financial.com. We've got a great article, and I'm going to be talking through some of the information on. You know, could you fall victim to the next big investment scam, how to watch out for it? And that's all in that article. But also there's this chart on investor, the investor psychology cycle. You know, when the market's at the bottom, we go through this doubt and suspicious era. You think back to 08, everybody was scared to death, right? And then as things start to climb back up, you're cautious, but, you know, you kind of, okay, okay, I'll take more risk, I'll do this. Then you get confident because things are working, right? Right. And then you get enthusiastic and you tell your neighbor over the fence, right, that things are working. And then you get greed, and conviction in your decisions, right? And so the question is, is when that cycle goes back down, how are you set up? Are you in a place that you can support your own risk tolerance? Are you in a place like that lady back in 08 and you're going to be pushing all your money out of the market at the wrong time, right? So there's a lot to that. And then, you know, you add to that, that greed and conviction and where it gets with people's mindsets of when they do get that phone call from a friend, you've got to talk to my advisor. He's been making me an average of 11% for the last 15 years. His name is Bernard Madoff. How's this going to work, right? So when we come back on the show, I'm going to give you some great information to protect yourself from the next big investment scam. You don't want to miss it right here on Life Planning 101. Segment two, Life Planning 101 right here on KTX. Katie Why Angela always has great information and... Yeah, today's no different, right? And the next big investment scam. So investors are wanting more and more, even though their risk tolerance really hasn't changed and it can't support those kind of desires. I want double digits, but I don't want to risk losing. No, no, you're looking for a Madoff scam for sure. (laughs) Um, So which is ultimately, you know, it's a recipe for disaster because it's worse than buying high and selling low, right? Um, Because they may put their hand, you know, money in the hands of 
something that's too good to be true, so to speak. And that's that's where things get really bad. So I want to first take a trip down memory lane because I think, you know, history teaches us, right? If we just read it and learn from it. And by the way, when I was doing this, there was a great, great article I found, uh, and I've got it posted inside of our um, article this week, but it was Tim Famous Investment Scams, and she did something cool. She put a little, uh, the, the author, she did, uh, she put a little, like, due diligence lesson at the end of each one of those scams. So not only are they fascinating stories to go read, but, you know, you, you learn from them. Right. And I encourage everybody to do that because you need to know what's out there. You know, and I think you go back to the 90s and, and my mom said she didn't even remember this until she like, oh my gosh, I, I forgot I had heard that on the news. And American Greed, by the way, is a great show to watch because it'll teach you stuff too. I, I actually like watching that show. I think I just get disgusted when I watch it, but I just, I'm, I'm astonished by what people can get away with. But if you remember, there was a company called Mutual Benefits back in the 90s. And it was this too-good-to-be-true viatical settlement company that preyed on people with AIDS. Do you remember this? Oh, yes. Yes, okay. All right. And they defrauded about 30,000 people through that time. And it appeared to be the perfect investment, right? No downside. You can't lose. They're going to die. And this is how they sold it, right? <laughs> and it ended up, it was horrible. It was horrible. It went, the company went bankrupt and the investors didn't get anything. And some, you know, little old ladies put their life savings and it was, it was a horrible scam, right? You know, and, and so you look at it from, it can be things that you know about or that you, you know, that people are playing on the emotions of what's going on politically or health wise or just the fad of the times or you know what about Enron you know Enron there was a ton of companies at that time actually that ended up with big book issues WorldCom Tyco in um, Enron there was a ton of them right right um, that had problems but I think Enron was the one that stood out the most because the defrauding was so big it was 74 billion dollars that they got from investors and it was just if you remember it was the stock that kept going up right? It could never go down. Remember that? Right. Remember this? And they were cooking the books, ultimately behind the scenes, right? And then we, we go back to, you know, Bernard Madoff, and I think all the time his name alone should have been the, the <laughs> he made off with the people's money, right? <laughs> but he cheated 4,800 investors out of $65 billion, okay? Just by your money's not going to go down because it's a hedge fund, and it's going to make 11% a year, by the way, because that's what it's been doing for the last 15 years. So, you know, you hear all this and you think, okay, that won't happen to me or can't happen to me. And those are some of the biggest and baddest schemes in American history, right? But this is what's crazy. The Fraud Research Center estimates that Americans lose, okay, remember the, the number that we gave for Bernie Madoff's scheme, $65 billion. Right. Americans lose 40 to $50 billion dollars to fraud every single year every single year so it brings you back to that original question could you fall victim to the next big investment scheme right and so what i want to do today is i want to give you some insights on what to look for and how to recognize some things up front, right? Now, obviously, we've already talked about the, the biggest thing, right? If it looks too good to be true. It probably is. It probably is. And that big warning flag should pop up. And, you know, I go back to the old pump and dump days. Are you familiar with the terminology pump and dump? 
I don't believe so. Okay, so this was back big in the 90s. And you remember when everybody had a stockbroker? Right. Okay, so their stockbroker would call them up and tell them about this great stock, right? It's it's a sell. You know, back in those days, every time a stock was bought or sold, there was a commission tag to it. There's still stockbrokers out there today, but it's just not as prevalent, right? People usually manage funds. So that has taken some of that risk away. But they would play on people's emotions. But what they do is they'd sell these large positions, get tons of people to rev that stock price up, and then they'd short it so that they can make their own money and the stock price would fall. Mm. Right? So again, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, the big thing is running for the hills. (laughs) That's the key, right? And, you know, I think about the tech bubble. So... That for a lot of people, in fact, I had a client in the office last week that she owned individual stocks during that time and she really struggles with investments today, really struggles because she owned these individual stocks. Some were like the WorldCom and Enron and she got hammered because of them, right? And if you remember uh, Cisco, right? <laughs> it was another stock that couldn't right. lose money because it was just going to keep going up for forever. And that was when people thought a 15% return was lousy. Lousy. Okay. We, you, we giggle, we laugh, but people aren't far from that way of thinking today. When someone comes into your office and says, I want to make double digit returns, but oh, by the way, I can't handle volatility. <laughs> <laughs> we are in that same era of greed in, in our markets, and we've got to be careful with that. Got to be very careful with that. So, you know, that's the biggest thing to look for. And I think, you know, criminals are smart. Um, yes, there are dumb criminals. In fact, I mean, they make shows about that. But most criminals are very smart when they get to the level of, of, yes, of doing investments. And they know how to solicit you that makes you feel comfortable, right? It means being aware of anything that could, they could be doing. Um, I pulled up something. This was from 2009, back when we did the radio show and articles years ago. And this was during the um, when we had the you know different association, but the North American Security. Securities Administrative Association did a study back then, okay, on senior investment complaints. And they quoted that free lunch seminars offered to older investors would be followed up by sales calls a few days later, and a recommendation would be made to liquidate all of their securities and buy indexed or variable annuities. So you think it's just something that has to be like, oh, this greed out here that 11% a year and I don't know what it is and I've never heard of a hedge fund. No, you've heard of annuities, right? They could use those too. And I think that's something you have to be familiar with is it could be annuities. It could be fees. It could be penny stocks. It could be banks. They can use anything that they know you know about to make you feel comfortable and to victimize you. And that's important to remember because we often think, again, it's something I don't know about, so I would stay away from it anyways because I don't feel comfortable with it. Not true. So when we come back, we've got three more things you don't want to miss right here on Life Planning 101 to help you avoid the next big investment scheme. Final segment, Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KDY. Angela has three more topics or yes, points. Yes, oh, points, right. Next big investment scam. How to avoid it, how to know. You know, we talked about it's too good to be true. I think that's the biggest and, you know, the most enlightening is if you'll just put your um, hat on to say I'm, I'm a logical thinker and not an emotional thinker and ask yourself, is this too good to be true? Right. Because half the time it is, or I say half, 
more than half the time, it's going to be something that is problematic. So, you know, some other things to do. Make sure your your advisor is legitimate. Unfortunately, and this is something that they're trying to get fixed right now in regulation. I, I truly appreciate it. I think it's a good thing. But anybody can call themselves a financial advisor. There's no law against that. There's no regulation against that. Really? Yes. Scary. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. So, you know, um, I, I don't I don't want to crucify any um, any people out there that put it on their signs, but there's a lot of people that put it on their signs, and they are not financial advisors. And it's very important for you to make that distinction. So, you know, make sure you know who you're dealing with. You can go to, there's different associations uh, to see if people are actually registered as advisors or brokers or whatever it is. You know, there's broker check at FINRA.org. Um, you can see if there's, sec.gov and see if they're a registered investment advisor an advisor investment advisor firm whatever they are Uh, insurance agents you know you can check up on uh, your state uh, tdi is ours texas department of insurance but you can also look on the national association of insurance commissioners and look at people there Um, and for all sellers you know be sure to contact your state you know regulators and see who is actually licensed and how they're licensed and what's going on. So that's really important. If they carry credentials behind their name, you know, I carry that uh, certified retirement counselor. So, you know, you can go on Infree and look that up. And that's uh, the foundation for retirement education. Um, You know, certified financial planners, you can go on the CFP board and look this up. So, you know, I encourage you to do your homework on who you're dealing with and see what their credentials mean and what they really are, because sometimes it doesn't match up to things, right? So that's a big thing, you know, and then also ask for your advisor's ADV form part two, which is filed with the SEC. And it tells you all about your advisor tells you what complaints you have. You know, we talked about this on the show. We've been sued. We have had legal causes come against us that were illegitimate, but, you know, they're out there. So you can see them and you can talk to your advisor about them. Just because your advisor has something on their record, by the way, they can't be expunged. They're on there for life. Really? Yes. So even if someone makes a complaint and uh, you end up, uh, you're guilt-free, it doesn't matter, it stays on your record for life. So, you know, talk to your advisor. Don't let that make you run away. Talk to your advisor, but find out why they're there and what they actually mean. That's really, really important to know who you're working with at the end of the day. So there's number two. You know, know the difference. Here's here's number three. Know the difference between who in, in actually manages your money and who custodies your money. This should be two separate entities, okay? This is where Bernard Madoff, this would have made a lot of sense if you would have asked for a custodian statement versus a made-up, made-off statement, um, because that's what he was giving, right? You shouldn't ever write a check to someone's name, okay? Telltale sign. It should go, like even our registered investment advisor, we are independent as independent can get in, right. in that sense, right? You would write the check if you're making a financial planning fee to our registered investment advisor to pay us, Right. You don't even make you would never make it out to Angela Robinson. It wouldn't happen. Right. right? Much less to put money in an account. If you're going to make out money to an account, we do most of our clearing through TD Ameritrade. So you'd actually write the check to TD Ameritrade. So think about that. Where is your money actually going? It shouldn't go to that person. And that should be a red flag if the money is going there um, for anything. So just keep that in mind. Stay rational. 
Okay. <laughs> you laugh. Why do you laugh? Uh, <laughs> I think I know why you laugh, right? We talked about the pump and dump pre-IPO fraud. Okay. We see this a lot. So this is an initial public offering. Remember when Facebook went public? Oh my gosh. Was that the hyper hoopla of the, the century, right? Okay. So people were always trying to find a way to buy in before it went public. Why? Hopes, hopes the, to make money, right? Don't think that there weren't fraudsters galore selling fake pre-IPO stock. Mm. Okay? It happens. It's real. So make sure that you can do that. And by the way, there is pre-IPO stock a lot of times, but it's usually done through Regulation D, and that's done with the SEC. So you can make sure and, and check with that and with FINRA. Tax shelter cons. Okay, everybody wants to pay lower taxes. I talk about taxes a lot. We do it legitimately. Okay, the planning we do is legitimate. We do not do anything that's illegal. Okay, so, but there is illegal things out there, and people will con you out of your money just thinking that you're going to shelter taxes and fake charities. We're coming in the season of giving. This is another big thing that people use, you know, for things. So. I think it's really important to, you know, stay rational. I always think about where Ponzi scheme got its name, Charles Ponzi, okay, back in the 1920s, right? And what his deal was is he actually was guaranteeing his investors a profit of 50% in 45 days. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, right? And he ended up collecting over $20 million before... And that's in the he got 20s. caught, right? And that, that was 1920. So I think it's like equivalent of over 200 million dollars today. Wow! So think about that. So it's really important to just stay rational. Remember, investments are cyclical. If you live long enough, you're going to see all investments rise and fall. Sure. Okay. If you go back to the Dow 30, I heard this recently. The 30 stocks on the Dow, like the turnover rate for that is ungodly. Like you can see that they weren't there two decades ago right right so just make sure that you understand that and you know don't act on your irrational thoughts just because you think that this is the end of the world or this is the beginning of the best thing that's ever been made and that's really important just to look at your long-term goals and you know the second thing to that is i'd say have an advisor have someone you can trust to help you stay unemotionally you know attached to your investment management because that's what we're here for. You know, we want to help you make good decisions in good times and in bad times, both. And, you know, without someone like that, you're more prone to getting hurt. Sure. It's just the bottom line. And lose money. That's right. And then keep educating yourself. You know, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, read history. Learn about the scams that are out there. Pull them up. You got to know yourself you got to know yourself well. You have to have a long-term game plan in place, and you have to keep a trusted advisor by your side. But if you don't educate yourself, you're going to fall victim to the fallacies anyway. So make sure you do that. With that, please visit our website, kennedy-financial.com, and check out the next big investment scheme. This is a lot of information, great information for you to use and to help protect your net worth, your wealth, and your investments. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services. God bless everyone. Have a great week. 
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates, Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.